to get your helmets on because it's going to get rough in here. All the way from Studio B, it's showtime for John, Ken, and Mark, the Detroit Sports Authority. Alrighty, you. <laughs> I, I can see the anticipatory feelings of, of sports on your face right now. Welcome to the Detroit Sports Authorities, everybody. John Sarver here along with the super CPA, Ken Pocket. Hi, John. Oh, man, I'm talking to you. There is so many as I make this more comfortable. Hey, John, and hello to everyone out there that's... Uh tuned in to hear our uh, dulcet tones out in almost ready to be um uh video land you'll be able to see our, our smiling faces we all dyed our hair now to that i i don't know why dear women nobody has blue hair nobody has green hair from the factory nobody that i know it's stupid looking it looks like halloween 24 7 it's not flattering I, I, I don't understand it. If you're going to blind, do your hair, you know, do it back to brown, do it back to whatever. Don't even go into red, but blue and purple and green. Oh, my God. Guess what? We're just this side of get off my grass, you kids. <laughs> you know, but and I look at it and I go, you're an attractive woman. It's kind of like the outbreak of tattoos. I mean, not one or two, but I mean, like sleeves and the whole nine yards. And then you always have the ones that go all the way up to the chin line. Hey, you're gonna be looks like oh look, Grandma was in the circus. Okay, but what's not in the circus is the Detroit Sports Authorities, where we're not bought and paid for by anybody. We do have the highest standards here. Um, we do have the DMCA. We don't have the FCC, thank God. And the, so the language will get a little bit salty, and if it does, TDB. Uh, also, all the uh, opinions expressed in this show is just our own. But I'll finish for you, but they're right, you know. Um, we do have the highest standards. Yeah, we do have the highest standards, and that was already previous. So now, now that we got all that disclaimer and stuff out of the way, a lot of sports to cover today with the brand-new clock, so we'll know exactly what time that we can push all this stuff in all in one time. Now. What do you feel like going from? I mean, right now, I'm looking at uh, at the Tigers getting momentum for next year. So there's there's no reason to trade anybody. You know, there's no reason to pick up anybody. Let's just do the Lions. We like who we got. Tigers? Tigers. Tigers. Oh, you mean, oh, yeah, the baseball team. Are they still playing? I haven't paid any attention to them. What? Since they fired Al Avila. <laughs> because that was the only thing this year that really mattered. After yeah. that, I didn't care whether they lost 100. I didn't care whether they hit 100 home runs. Mm. I didn't care whether they won or lost any more games or anything. I said, okay, what you've done here is you've blown this thing to smithereens. Okay? Because why? Because he hung on to this damn guy so long... And you let him go through another draft. You let him go through another uh, trade deadline. And he failed, 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 failed. And I looked at that and I said, yeah, that's like hanging on to Quintricia one more year. Dig the hole a little deeper. Yep, same dumb mindset. I'll give him another chance. He's had many chances already. What do you think's going to happen? What's going to change? Nothing. So now, well, we went out and we did this extensive search and we yeah. hired this Scott Harris guy and he's our president of baseball operations. Yippee. Don't what you does worry that about mean? a thing. So what does that mean? Well, he's not going to be the general manager. So he's got to hire a general manager. 
he does. Yeah. So I what, thought it was a combo thing. I thought it was he was everything above manager. No, he's going to hire a separate general manager. So why? Why would you hire two people? Now you got three people to disagree with each other. You yeah. Know? Or you, I mean, let's go this way. You know who's got more power right now? AJ. Yeah. AJ was there first. Mm-hmm. Normally, the GMs hire their coaches or hire their managers. I'm not all that it's wild not, about AJ. That's not how we do it in Detroit. Fuck no. Why would you, anyways? You have uh, the Lions and now the Tigers. It's like, okay, here's your coach. He helped to, you know. yeah, he helped to get you. So because the, so that I would almost assume that would put you indebted to him for getting your job. So you should look away. It's kind of like being an appointee to the bench. You know, okay. How does that work? So now you have somebody who's president of baseball operations, and you got one gap from underneath you. Well, that tells me that you don't know anything about baseball if you can't be a general manager. Oh, I wouldn't say that that's true. What it tells me, though, is, you know, the old saying, too many cooks spoil the broth. Exactly what I was saying, yeah. Too many hands in this thing, I think. But it seems like these organizations are going more and more to the structure. I don't really understand why. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know. I, I don't understand it either. It, it's just beyond belief that, so why don't we have like a super general manager? So we'll have manager, general manager, super general manager, president of baseball operations, super manager of baseball operation, and now owner. And then uh, executive owner. You know, kind of like what they have in the movies, you know, producer, executive producer. Okay. So here we got now we're going to have a new team come in. They're going to have to go through and fire a bunch of the guys that uh, the previous regime brought in and hire a whole bunch of new guys. We're going to have to go through and take a look at all of our analytics and redo all that. And we're going to be starting over again. But don't worry because they'll be better next year. They're going to contend. Yeah, because look, I mean, we've won uh, 12 out of 14, you know. But then again, it doesn't matter. Once you get the 26-man call-up, it doesn't matter because you're playing teams that have already iced themselves. They're not playing their best guys. No, no. You are. Yep. You know, and it doesn't matter after the call-up because everybody else is trying out their rookies too. It's basically spring training version two. Big time. Exactly. Exactly. You know, boy, you hit it right on the head. And so if you're, like, thrilled that they won – 12 out of 14, and then who'd they play? Who'd they play? You know, it's like, okay. I mean, you think Mariners are playing their A team for the first time they've been in the playoffs in two decades? Yeah. You know, you think you're going to get Al Kaline trotting out there? No. No, but what you do get for the Tigers is you get uh, Cabrera to come back for one more year. Let's think with our hearts and not our heads. Yay. And, you know, he'll play once a week. No. I mean, yeah, but you know what he'll do? He'll do the the farewell tour. Yeah. You know, they'll give him a rocking chair. They'll give him a plaque. They'll give him every city he goes to. They're going to give him a little bit of a chachi to put up on his uh, mantle. Mm -hmm. You know, like a little bobblehead of a St. Louis Cardinal. You know, that he'll promptly throw in the trash. You know, these goodbye tours are awful. I mean, it's the slow death tour, yeah, you know, is. and it says that you are useless and we're, you're not even a threat anymore. You're just like a kindly old man. But, however, Kenny, next year he's going to come into camp the best shape of his life. The best shape of his life. And he's having fun again playing baseball, you know. we got to use that one. That's a sound effect. You know, I mean, <laughs> he, he's going to be so willing to play, you know, and, and he's got more numbers that he's going to need to get in the whole nine yards. You know, he'll be out of baseball by June. He's got no knees. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's got, he doesn't have any knees, can't run, can't twist off that to hit. Even if you take four months off to do nothing, you know, and find another girlfriend with another two kids. You know, spread that money around there, you know. But um, it, he can't. You're, you're one year older. 
and your knees did not get any better. It has not got any better in the last six years. No. If anything, it's you notice he's not playing, and it's not because it's cold weather. All right, so good luck. So next year, they start Major League Baseball starts with, with no strike, starts with no COVID, as much as we know. You know, it will start on time, just like a, a normal thing. All we need now is get chips, you know, for our cars to come back. And then there is no excuse for what the Tigers are going to do. You're going to have Manning come back, maybe. You know, you're going to have these sore arms come back, maybe. But what do you think, though, Ken, by August? This team has not upgraded itself, and it's not going to get any big money people. No. You know, coming in. They're going to be... They're going to go with, do you think they're going to go with the young arms? And that's going to get one more year into us. So now we should have a, a Petrie and Wilcock kind of situation going on. We'll be okay. Well, you know, Spencer Turnbull will come back. You'll have Manning, but you're not going to have Mize. You're not going to have uh, Scooble. So you're going to have, maybe you'll have Eduardo Rodriguez for the full year, maybe. Unless something screws up at home. Yeah. Well, I'm out of here by now. <clears throat> so you just look at it and you go, okay, what really is going to be different? Javi Baez, well, they're saying, well, maybe they'll move him to second base because so many of his errors this year were throwing errors, which means he's got kind of a weak arm. He's a shortstop. So we're going to move him to second base and we'll have to bring in another shortstop. Here we go again. So who are you going to get? The kid that starts with the letter K? You know, Probably. I mean, and you're going to put him in shortstop? Probably. Wow. Yeah, this is not going to be good. Wow. Well, you know, I mean, Green, I, I would think over this year, has showed that he's a good singles hitter. You know, and he does have a little bit of power here somewhere. Can run, can field. Yes. You know, absolutely checks all the boxes there. All right, so we don't got a problem with all, all the rookies that have come up. He is the only one that's worked out. Yeah. Everybody else is either flamed out or is just, you know, they're going to go, well, you know, Torque, there you go. There's your first year. You know, you learn from it. Everybody has a rough rookie year. Now let's see it take off. And then they're going to say, well, it's his sophomore year. You know, it, it's like, look how long it took Montana to be great. I mean, now you cross sports. You know, in positions yeah. and shit. You know, I, I don't... He's a great first base fielder. You know, I mean, he's very athletic at first. You hit 190. You know, give me somebody that hits... I mean, first baseman should be hitting 275 plus. Yeah. You don't do much. It's like playing a bass, you know, in a, in a band, a rhythm guitar. You don't do much. You know, so you should be able to smack. And that was his whole thing. Now, here we go, Kenny, part two. You know... Does Comerica bring in the fences next year? Does it matter mm -hmm. with this team? I mean, really. More home. I mean, a lot of those hits are out on the warning track, and I'll give it to them. So if you bring them in, then, yeah, they get a whole lot of home runs. But mm -hmm. look at that pitching staff that you have. It's built for a big, 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 big uh, stadium. Yes. It is not built to bring in those. If you bring those things in, Watch how much your ERAs just go to the roof. Yep. You know, this team is not built for this. And really, get rid of Chafin. I'm tired of the whole act. Goodbye. Yeah. See you. Well, here's the other thing, too. Yeah. You look at the hitters that you have on this team. Uh, excuse mm -hmm. me. Position players. <laughs> I shouldn't call them hitters. They're anything but. Reyes. You don't have guys in the lineup that can yeah. take advantage of moving the fences in to a great extent. These are not guys that are hitting deep fly balls and just falling short. These knuckleheads, they're hitting ground balls, they're striking out, they're swinging all kinds of garbage pitches. Yeah. Okay, these are not, this is not a lineup that's close. Yeah, I mean, we're looking at, I mean, we're watching the game. Sunday, what is it with this totally outside and low sinker that everybody is swings at that thing for? It's way, way off the plate. When you load up your lineup with undisciplined hitters, that's what you get. Yeah, but Thanks, we, Al. Yup. But uh, I, uh, the other Al. Oh, <laughs> yup. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Al. Thanks. 
You know, no, it, but even you get that fine friend in from Minnesota Twins, you know, who's going to opt out after this year because whoever wants to pay the most gets the most. Why don't you just tell Minnesota you're leaving? You know, but however, he did come on. He's hitting 270 something. What did we get? Yeah. Chap liver boy. Yeah. You know, but he's turning on at the end. So that brings, you know, in Detroit mentality of sports. That means next year we'll be that much better. We got momentum. They know how to win. They got everything together. Everybody's clicking now. Three, two, one. And Detroit Tigers have started off 0-15 again this season. You know, you're out of it yeah. by May. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, to, to think back, there were such great hopes. This sure there was. Oh, they're gonna be they're gonna be better this year mm-hmm. because they added Rodriguez and they added Baez. And they we got spent kids money coming up. We spent money. Yeah, the kids are get coming along now. And da yeah. da 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 da. Yeah, yeah, and even worse because now you got guys with arm fatigue. You have people with tendonitis. You know, and you don't come back from that. You know. That's um, once you have it, then also, and you you resign Norris, <laughs> you know, no, no. We're glad to see the former Detroit Tiger play for the Twins in relief, and you know, as soon as I saw that in a tie, you know, <laughs> you know, Detroit's going to win this one. There's a reason why they booted your ass out, former. You know, good lord. Anyways, but that's the name of that tune. I, again, I don't like AJ. I don't think he's made anybody better around him. I don't think. I mean, why did you keep your your hitting coach? You think all of a sudden they kicked in? No. Look at the who you're playing. You know, Oakland. You know, you're you're playing Minnesota, who shut it down, who choked this. Yep. I mean, really, the biggest chokers this year in Atlanta. You know, because they're actually kind of right in the ship. It is definitely. When you when you're Minnesota and you're leading all the way to like mid July, <clears throat> then all of a sudden you fall out of it to Cleveland, <sighs> boom, you know. All right, so I should say biggest chokers in baseball this year. Biggest chokers? Yeah. Hmm. Biggest. That's. Ooh, good one. That's. Yeah, because everybody was going Subway Series, Subway Series. Could have been, could have been the Yankees for a little bit there. Yeah, but they seem to be doing okay again. So, can somebody give Judge another home run? Just can kinda, we get done with this? Just kind of lob the ball up there and do a total Denny McLean and and uh, Mickey Mantle. You know what's really weird is I actually watched that game. Did you really? Yeah, <laughs> I did, and I didn't understand why he was lobbing it over because he did it twice. You know, he followed it off, and, and it was like. Shouldn't you be throwing? I mean, it, it kind of looked like Victor Reyes pitching. You know, what the? Haiti ho? And then boom. So, I mean, really, in, in a 31 win year, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. And isn't it crazy that you know there is no way in baseball lore that that will ever, ever, ever be broken? Nope. You know? Because nope. they don't let pitchers win games anymore like that. No, you couldn't. You, you couldn't go to the fifth inning now. Yeah. You know, in the fourth inning, that's that's amazing. Is there like even like a twenty-one game winner anymore? Yeah, really? Yeah, just barely. Barely, yeah. Okay. Next time, I guess some you just have to stumble over. I mean, if you have like L.A., you know, you're going to win twenty-one. But I mean, if you're taking out middle relievers, that's weird. I mean, if you're going to be like a free agent middle reliever, how much do we pay you? Yeah. To do three innings, but you're a three you're a three out specialist. But it doesn't matter. Next year you'll have the pitch clock. We'll be zipping these games right along. You know, here's an idea. Toss Gibby. You know, I mean, here's another one you're thinking with your heart, not your head. He sounds like he's asleep, and I understand the reason why. You know? And God bless him. For doing so, but that does not make you a great commentary. No. Or tater, I should say. You know, I go back and forth on it. It's like, look, man, let him do whatever he can. You know, keep the spirits up, keep the thing going and stuff like that. But you hear other broadcast teams. Detroit broadcast team with Ship, Shep, and, and Shave. It, they're, 
They might as well go back to white noise. They had that one experiment where they had no commentators. Yeah. Better than Jack Morris. I like Petrie. You know? Peaches is out of the group, out of Monroe and him. I mean, which two can you listen to? It's it's hard. Either way. It really is. And I'll tell you, the uh, Jim Price is just... Another Gibby. He's a shadow. Yeah, but they you know, just... Yeah. He, he he has different ways of saying yup. Like, <laughs> you betcha. Art of pitching. Art I of agree. hitting. Yeah, oh, God. Buggy whip. Yeah, what's the buggy whip business? I don't know. You know, I mean, every time that we hear that stuff, it, it's kind of like... It used to be in the 80s, a broadcast team had to have a catchphrase. You know? I mean, almost back down to bless you boys. There, there had to be something. I mean, Raz and Riz tried. Goodbye, baseball. <sighs> but you know what? It's really hard when you're coming behind a legend. I would not have taken that job at all. You know? I mean, when you get so many, you know, by the side of the road, you know, okay. You know, everybody's going to compare you to anyways. So... You were okay, but you're not what Detroit was expecting. Yeah. You know? And now Dickerson is absolutely great. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's one yeah. of the best, you know, baseball announcers. It's a tough gig to do baseball. Yeah. Because you don't have 30. Well, now you do. Now you got, you know, a shot clock. But with the baseball, for 162 games plus, you got to think of a lot of stories, a lot of anecdotal kind of things. You know, you got to be, well, I went down there and talked to Torkelson in the dugout today. Asked him what he had for dinner, you know. But the whole thing, if you're watching. And then he said that he had bean burritos, and that's why nobody's <laughs> sitting next to him. <laughs> he was hoping maybe that would fuel the bat to go a little bit faster, but oh, no, it doesn't. Okay, great. <clears throat> All right. So it's not shut yet for the Tigers season. I mean, we're not going to do Tigers in Review 22 just yet but there is i mean they got a double header today right yeah and that's it right? no one more tomorrow oh good god Ugh. and then they can sweep that and then they're that's what they're going to they're going to do a lion-esque thing cue lynn henning you know dear lynn i want an investigation to see if you are not on the tiger payroll because i've never seen you're a journalist you're supposed to report what you see not what you hope to God you'll get back into the uh, Tiger lineup, you know, and into the dugout, I should say. Uh, he just, he just read it, and I mean, they could be blasted twenty to zero. Well, you know, there is some bright spots today. No, there isn't. No, there's none. You don't get any, but there, that would be a Lynn Henning story, you know, kind of like our Lions. Yeah. You know, one and three doesn't really mean one and three because they played really good for two of those games. Okay. Pick. <laughs> Pick. Okay. You know, if if you listen to the one sport radio uh, show in town that got who's now going to be it was called twelve seventy bet. You know, because they do so much sport betting. Yeah. Of everything. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I'm sick of your, you know, tell me about sports. You know, that's, I can't listen to them for more than 40 seconds. It's a problem. And the reason, here, here's the thing, too. Ooh, the you, glasses are off. This is an important yeah, point. You listen, you listen to these guys, yeah. and it sounds like they know what the hell they're talking about. Mm-hmm. They don't. At all. Okay? They're guys in front of a microphone. Mm-hmm. And, oh, well, I wouldn't give, uh four points to that team or maybe three no 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 you have no clue it's like a guy trying to tell you what the stock market's going to do next week no clue or the weather yeah yeah now, especially in michigan mm -hmm. yeah but you're right they sound authoritative and it sounds manly you know because they speak in code you know well you can put a parley but then if you do you know i mean everybody understands over under but they don't understand over under 17.5. They don't understand that uh, Torkelson is uh, minus 800. 
what the hell does this mean? But it's like, it's cool if you know the, the lingo, you know what's going on. And it's exactly right. You're dealing with human beings. You're betting. If this was a sure thing all the time, there would be no bet because okay. you would know that the, uh, the horse number seven would always come in and win. You're dealing with something that's not a machine, so anything could go wrong at any given time. And you're right. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, well, the, the running back from Baylor, you know, he looks pretty fresh up against Alabama this year, and so I'm going to give him a point three, and so we're going to take, you know, Baylor and the points. You know, give me Baylor and 16. You have no idea. You have no, no idea that the other team is not feeling well. They're having an off day. You know, something went down. Maybe Baylor kicked it up a gear. You have no, you're absolutely right. And that's, and so now, and I don't know if you listen to any of this stuff, but the ludicrousy of Sports King, you know, fan duel, it, you know, you make your own bets now. Yeah. You can literally say, I think that Goff will throw one touchdown today and I'm betting 400 bucks and you'll win. You know, I'll bet that uh, the running back will get one yard. You know, I mean, obviously things that will happen. I bet Detroit will will kick off sometime during the game. We'll have to punt. You know, it, it it's got to be so lucrative in its first year. They're giving you, but they're not giving you money. They're giving you house money. You can't get the money out. This isn't like real cash. You know, we'll give you a thousand dollar punt. You know, yeah. as opposed to going. All right, I think that the Lions going to run at least one yard, gain one yard today, and I'm going to put $1,000 on it. What's my odds? And I'm going to take all that money home. Well, no, not really. The first 1000 bucks is, is house money. But yeah. they get your bank account number, yep. and they get everything else. And now you see how easy it is. You know, I mean, down to the point where I think, was it FanDuel that shut down one of those, those prop bets? Because it was like, we're losing money here. I mean, if you got to try this hard to hook them into it, there's something wrong. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the whole point of it is, and I read an article that uh, they're kind of shifting gears a little bit because they had uh, made such a commitment to uh, build their customer base. Job through, well done. Through adver spending tons of money in advertising, giving these uh, lucrative bonuses and stuff. Yeah. That uh, they pretty much all have lost money. Yeah. Yeah. And what they're doing now is they're shifting more toward away from uh, expansion to profitability. Yeah. So you're seeing the... Uh, well, they hooked you already. Yeah, yeah. So Fan FanDuel basically won. They're the biggest one. Uh, they're cutting back on some of the advertising. The other ones are cutting back and <clears throat> trying to focus on fleecing their customer base now. Job well done. Yeah. Yeah, and so... Here's a story, and if you know anything about betting whatsoever, first of all, you're appealing to the, that weak-minded guy who wants to be the smartest man in the room, who knows it all. You know, okay, that's cool. And there's some guys that absolutely are fabulous at it. Absolutely crazy. Mm -hmm. But even, like, what's at 247? I'm trying to think of the ones that handicap, like, elections. You know, I can't remember. Anyways... But it, about 538? Yeah, the one that do, does all the analytical ones yeah. as opposed to do, does polling and things like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. You know, they're wrong. There is nobody that is right a hundred times. Yeah. You know, so if you're appealing to the guy who wants to be the smartest millennial in the room, you know, I have heard nobody, nobody, go out and buy that brand new Corvette after scoring on, on Sports Kings. Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> Is he still around? I no. wonder if that guy's dead yeah, by now. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. But there's no, how many car dealerships you got? Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It was kind of cool when you had that. I mean, when you had that and you had that um, me and dog want to take the telegraph forward right now. Get a good deal. <laughs> no, come on down the telegraph forward. Yeah, they were, they don't have any of those. The no. Gene Marolis thing when they had a little stupid corny jokes and stuff. Yeah. God bless. You know. And now I don't think any car manufacturer or anybody does anybody do any advertising? 
I mean, they're probably. I mean, for a, like uh, a for a dealership. Yeah. Do they really? Yeah. What can you sell? You guys got any cars? <laughs> yeah. Got any chips around? Anyways, to take us back to this FanDuel, you know, and, and those guys. Yes, now we hooked you. Now we gave you enough free cocaine. Now you're going to have to pay. Yep. You know, and now you don't get those prop bets anymore because they can't. You're right. I yeah. mean, it was ridiculous. Why didn't they just say, look, if whatever you bet, whatever the first letter your name is, and if you know it, you know, a thousand bucks. Okay. Fine. All right, so let's do that. So now you're right. Now that they lost their shirt, now it's time to go, okay, now you pay for your cocaine. Yep. And now we'll see how much you scream. And now we'll see how much betting problem, you know, if you're smart and you understand the game, you hop off. Yeah. Damn fast. Real quick. You know, these are the people that go to Soaring Eagle with a 50 in their pocket and leave. You know, as opposed to hitting that ATM that's all over there. And even the ATMs in certain casinos are 10 bucks service fee because they know they got you, man. Yeah. I mean, you're jonesing. <coughs> you're going to win next time around. Don't you worry about a damn thing. Don't worry. If you lose the money, you'll make it back up. Yeah, because really, next week, you know, Texas A&M is going up against Georgia Tech. Well, you know who's going to win that one. That's going to be a laugher, you know, just like Michigan State. They're, they're going to beat somebody, you know, sooner or later. And now you go up against Ohio State. And that's something that's going to throw everything off to the left. You know, if, 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 if Michigan State beats Ohio State, throws the big 21 into a tizzy. Oh, Lord. You know, everything be going on. And now all of a sudden, Cupcake uh, in Ann Arbor, you know, you know the ba- maybe we should just call them hostess, you know, because that's all they are is a bunch of Twinkies down there. You know, so why don't they, you know, in their Cupcake schedule, you know, I'm surprised they, they haven't played Army yet. You know, so if Michigan State does win... Then that throws, because it's such a sucker bet. It's such a long shot. You know, now I'm appealing to the smartest man in the room. You know, they're due. They're going to be coached up. You know, Ohio isn't going to take them seriously. You know, Michigan State's going to be hungry to win. La, 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 la. And it's going to be 49-3. But yet we don't know. Who knows? Yeah. That's the fun thing about sport is you watch it. But now they were trying to sport. Was it Sport Duel or, or um, FanDuel or, or Kings that was trying to get women involved? Because, look, you know what? You might not understand the game, but if you put money on whoever has the nicest color uniform and you bet, now, now the game is exciting for you. You don't need to know what the jargon is. You don't need to know what a nickel is. You don't need to know what a Tampa 2 is. You know, you just know that that scarlet and and white outfit running all around with the pretty shiny helmets. Bet on them to win. You know, better colors win. The shitty thing is, unlike this, the big dance, you know, in the '64. Sometimes that's how women do it, and and that's works yeah. because they don't have the emotion into it. You know, the funny thing is, too, was the only reason why the 64 is here is so people can bet their asses off. Yes. Who cares if William and Mary is playing? Who cares if Gonzaga would never got to be where yeah. they're at today? But look at all that pre-hype beforehand. CBS Sports does it. Bleacher Report does yep. it. You know, ESPN does it. They have all of these experts. Yes. You know, I mean, I fill out a bracket. I fill out two brackets. Mm-hmm. You're, the smart one is you don't bet more than five bucks. Yeah. You know, and then it's it's fun. Then you get to watch and follow along and stuff like that. But you go, well, I'm out uh, a Big Mac. Yeah. You know, and I I was entertained. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. See, here's the thing I always say, too. Gee, my picks were fine. It's the damn teams that didn't <laughs> get it right, you know? <laughs> yeah, but is there more, Kenny... Is there more of a bigger event from the smartest man in the room 
to, to pick. Oh, yeah. Is to get the 64 and the million dollar prize if you pick them all the way through. It's a smorgasbord. It is. It is. There, there's, you know, because there's always that Cinderella team, and the smartest man in the room is always looking for an Appalachian state, you know, to go up against Memphis. Yep. Okay. And, and see what, or go up against Louisville. Yeah. You know, and see how they can trip them, or, or some kind of MAC team of Akron goes up against LSU or something. Okay. That you? Yeah. Is that Emma? Is, is there a birthday today? I don't know what's going on. It's, what was it, yesterday? Somebody's going nuts on uh, Facebook, I think. On FanDuel? Did you put your prop bet in? Yeah, right. I bet. Oh, it's updates. The Tigers and Mariners are 3-3. Three to three. Yippee. Oh, that's right. It's the first game. Yeah. It's like second yeah. game's at 10. Yeah. Shows you how much you get I-75 eyes. Are you going to stay up and watch? Hell yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know? Anytime George and Al's on TV, I always watch the Tigers. <laughs> you know? Really, I, I mean, I guess even when the teams were crappy, George and L weren't. Yeah, they brought it every single time, and I don't think that's rose-colored glasses. And the crappy thing is, there are very, very few games that were recorded. You know that they yeah. put on YouTube. There's like a handful, and it's really too bad because you know the the fine friends behind us will always know. I mean, that's the broad, the broadcast team. Like we just said, on TV is horrendous. Yeah. You know, I mean, the Lions, they have a decent team, except for Lomas. <laughs> What's that, Lomas? <laughs> okay, fat man. But, you know, it's, it's kind of funny because, you know, we've gone through this extended period where all of our teams are, are shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now we're to the point where the fans are hoping that things are starting to turn. The first great hope was the Tigers. Ick. Didn't work out, did it? Yeah, not so much. I mean, then then came the Lions. Oh, they're going to win eight games. They're going to win nine games. No, they're not. Oh, yeah, but we got hard knocks. And look, we we like Ringo now. And we we like, you know, AJ now. And and we like the guy that, you know... And the kid that came from Michigan, and boy, oh boy, they do dances and they sing and they tell jokes. Oh boy, they're going to be Americans' team. One and three. Look up at the scoreboard. If you've heard us in the last nine years doing this show, professional sports all comes down to what does that scoreboard say at the end? And when you look at the Lions, you know that they did not add much defensively. They were good with what they have. I mean, Ken Holland must have snuck over yeah. there. Well, I'm going to tell you this. You know, frankly, if you're really paying attention, this is no surprise. Yeah. Okay. Last year, you know, be, you know, they come in the first year after Quintrition, and they're eating a bunch of bad contracts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it'll be next year. Well, I'll tell you what. This year, they're also eating bad contracts. Jamie Collins and Trey Flowers. That's like nineteen thousand, nineteen million in dead cap. What the hell do you think they're supposed to do? They're going to go out and sign a bunch of big money free agents? No. The money is still committed to the garbage contracts that uh, Quintricia stuck you with because. Yeah, I had to give them another chance. Blah blah blah. No, now you're now you're eating it two years in a row. Now next year you'll have some money to work with. Next year you're going to have two more first round picks, and next year maybe things can start. Did you really think that this was the year? Yes, because were you paying any damn attention? Look at look at um, hard knocks. Oh, yeah, Hard Knocks. See, they were all happy together, and they all sang, and and, and they did dances, and they told jokes, and they were really sincere. And, again, there were America's team coming out, and, boy, everybody were going to get all these new fans because they watched Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks means you're the shittiest team in the NFL, and they trot you out to make fun of you, and you're too stupid to understand it. And they did it this year, and now look what happened. You're back at one and three, conceivably one and four. Yeah. You know, I mean, but then again, you're you're playing up against a quarterback that has, I mean, yesterday he was like, 
saying, sure, would you want fries with that? <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, all the way down to Tua. Tua might not be back to normal. Yeah. But then again, if you're going to have $19 million, they're under the cap. They could easily eat $19 million and do so, and get somebody else. They have you, about $3 million left now. And because of injuries, they'll wind up using it. But you know who's out there? That could help the defense. Go ahead. He was here before. You loved him the first time. You love him again. You know the cancer in the clubhouse. You know. Oh yeah. No, he's a gem. Oh. He will take you. Yes, Miami called only because they offered them lots more and they didn't have a tax. And yeah, he's got a ring. And yeah, he knows how to win. Here he comes. Sue 2, <laughs> the sequel. Yeah. You know, come on by, say hi, because that side of the of the line could really use his girth. Yeah, you but know. you know what? You're running three. You aren't coming back from this. You're done, okay? So now, you look at what they were, they, the way they set this up. Okay. You drafted a wide receiver who was injured, was going to miss the first half of the year. You drafted a, yeah. a defensive lineman who's injured, missing the first number of games in the year. You didn't sign much of anything free agent. Because you're good. What you really are doing is you're pushing everything off. You're... You're kicking the can. You're kicking yeah. the can down the road. Do you really want to put a Band-Aid on this thing and maybe win an extra game or two? Why? Get the draft. That's the point. Yeah. Let's do, let's do a mock draft next week. Let's see what we got going. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, oh, yeah. Here we go. If, so, let's draft a quarterback. Oh, Lord. You know what's really funny, though? Where are all the apologetics of the people talking about Stafford now? Yeah. Where's all the Stafford jerseys that we are so happy to see him win? You know, how yeah. is he doing lately? You know, if you were to compare Goff versus Stafford based on this year, Goff's a better guy. Oh, by far. Who's got the number one uh, interceptions? You know, it's Stafford. He's got like 16. Yeah. The next closest has eight. Yeah. You know, he's been terrible. Right. And guess what? He's got a bad elbow. Yeah, and here it comes. Yeah. You know, you're lucky that you got the ring now, son. Yeah. That's all there is to it. Because you got the ring, you're happy with the ring. You said you made you made it to the mountain and now just go away with your crabby ass wife and there you go. Not like Crinkly, you know, cuz Crinkly's still going to be playing in the post, you know. So that's one thing that Tom Brady won't be able to do. Which one, play in the post or bang his go, wife? Go, going off going off with his wife. With the sunset. <sighs> Yeah, Ooh. yeah, but she's going. Let's see, how much money did you uh, get from Fox to to talk next year? Zing! Because <laughs> you know damn well, you know the reason why Cabrera's playing, in our opinion, next year. Now you got to go home to the wife. Yeah. Now it's like, oh yeah, yeah. You know that other family you had. You know, you know the reason why I didn't divorce your ass then. It's because you still had ninety. $96 million on the table. You know, half of that would be mine. But I would like two-thirds of that, you know, and go yeah. back to your other family. Boy, and you don't even hear about that crap anymore. No. It's long gone. You know, so now you're paying for the kids' tuition and time for... I mean, we're actually mad at that woman. You know, it's like she yeah. wanted this, wanted that. Want... Okay. You know, so now if you're Cabrera, do you want to stay home with this? It's like, yeah, go ahead. You want to find another family? <laughs> come on, come on. Huh, huh. You know, I got Figer Law on speed dial. I'll divorce your ass now. You will have a raft and a half of a hamburger, and that's all you will have, you know, for all your time there. No wonder why he's all happy. Yeah. That story hasn't been written yet. I mean, there is not the finalization on that thing as far as, in our opinion, you know. But, you know, again, back to the Lions. Let's. I'm sitting there watching this game. Which one? The, this last one. Wait a minute. I thought you didn't watch them. Yeah, watch them. Do <laughs> it's, it's good for a laugh. I'm just sitting there watching. It's, you know, it's like, boy, you know, you're not stopping them. 
you're not really slowing them down much. And it's like, oh my God, hot knife through soft butter. Well, you had the, the number one offense and the 32nd defense. Yeah. I mean, if you're golf, you're going, what the f- do I have to do now? Yeah. You know, but then again, here, what I was happy to hear is folks didn't trot out, well, they didn't have their, you know, they had so many injuries and they had the, oh, well, you know, I mean. The injuries um, were mostly on offense. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And so it's like, and you still won a lot, you know, and you still put up all that, but you put it up against a bad Seattle team. Yeah. Geno Smith? I mean, last time I saw you were in New York, you know, and, and that was like, when? And, and you were crappy then. Yeah. You know, I somehow, some way, New York cannot get a decent-ass quarterback. So I'm just, I'm looking at this going, okay, so we're marching the ball down pretty good and we're scoring yeah. a lot of points. Yeah. But every time the defense gets on the field, that's no punts. Seattle did not punt at all during the game. When was the last time you saw a game like that? Oh I can't my remember God. that. Yeah. Even watching Mahomes, you yeah. know. It was like, uh, okay. You know, and, and, and when you have a team that has a defense this badly, you know, it's easy to find the problems. How's that secondary doing for ye? Yeah, and here's here's the thing. You know, you draft a guy like Hutchinson, right? Mm-hmm. So he's the big pass rusher, right? Mm-hmm. So what they do is they double-team the guy, and he can't get around him, okay? Mm-hmm. In the meantime, you're blitzing like hell because now you your mindset, I'm talking about Aaron Glenn here, mm-hmm. your mindset now is we got to rush the passer because that's what we put our resources into, right? Rush the passer, blitz, blitz, blitz. Well, what do you do? Every time you blitz, you leave the middle of the field open, they run the ball down your gut. <laughs> yeah, and they see, and you don't disguise it well. No. You know, and you're blitzing on third and 16. Oh, what Lord. the hell? Jump into prevent and see what they do. Yeah. It's Seattle, for God's sake. It's Seattle and Geno Smith. What are you doing? You know, Metcalf is like all smiling. I'm so glad I'm playing against the Lions. Yeah. You know? It's like, what do you do? Or you have a defense that you're exactly right, Ken. They, I'll, tell you, they can't I'll, t- I'll tell you what happened. Sure. Pete Carroll's a really good football coach. Okay? Yeah. And I'm sure he spent a lot of time looking at the tape, and he figured it out. He says, okay, here's what we do. Here's, here's what they do. Here's how they tip it off. Here's mm-hmm. our, I mean, it was like when Belichick. Gets into somebody's head, okay? Yeah. He, he cracks the codes. Okay, here's, here's what we're going to... It's like in that Super Bowl, you know, against the Rams. And he says, okay, here's what we do. Here's what we're, we're going to take that away from them. And that's exactly what uh, Carol did, is he looked and said, here's what they want to do. Here's how we're going to counter it. And they had no answer. Yeah, well, they never even made... Look at the second half there where they didn't make any adjustments. No. None. I know it's trendy to say, but they didn't. You know? I mean, they try to do the same thing again, and you know, definitely of, of insanity, in a definition of insanity, you you don't do it another time. So you got a team that's going to trot out doing the same damn thing. Now, for everybody that was talking about golf and being third rate and all that stuff, the boy can play, obviously, or you have the weapons around him. You know, th- those th- weapons were injured this week. Okay. <laughs> Swift wasn't there. St. Brown wasn't there. Chark wasn't there. And I'll... To finish my thought is that you got some real substandard weapons around them. I mean, mm-hmm. I was being facetious, being that that's why, you know, Stafford could never score this many because he didn't have the weapons. <laughs> well, this guy doesn't have any weapons whatsoever. He's got the number one offense in the NFL <clears throat> week four. Yeah. You know, so cut the shit out. And then, well, okay, maybe he is. Maybe he's one of those up-down quarterbacks. You know, Goff is because, obviously, he was crap last year, really crappy last year. You know, but this year, the number one offense in the NFL with shitty things around him. What was bad the first half of last year was the scheme. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Okay, because Anthony Lynn was afraid of Jared Goff. Why? He said, well, if Sean McVay can't coach this guy, I can't coach him either, so I'm not going to let him throw the ball downfield. Everything's dink and dunk and run, 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 okay? And he didn't let Goff do what Goff does best. Air it out. 
So, uh, I mean, you look, he's throwing a lot of deep balls this year. Yeah. No problem. Okay. Anthony Lynn was the problem. As soon as they took play calling away from him and shoved him into the back corner, yeah, things started looking a lot better. And uh, now this year they had a chance over the offseason to redo the playbook, and they brought Goff in, got his input as far as what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Now it's clicking. Okay. But the problem you have now is on the defensive side of the ball where you've got the smartest coach in the room. <laughs> yeah, and everyone's screaming for his head. But, I mean, good God, would you rather be him or be somebody in Pittsburgh right now? Oh, yikes. If you're Canada in Pittsburgh, and that's the gentleman's name, you're done. You know, I mean, look at what you have. It's like you they finally benched Tabinsky. Yay! When did you not see this coming? Everybody in the third largest city in America is going to Pittsburgh with the wet face. You know? You didn't know? You know, and you actually paid this guy? You know, there's a reason why he washed out in Chicago. But he he was brought into Pittsburgh to be the sacrificial lamb. Because you knew... Good job. You wanted to sit picket for three or four games give him a chance to get acclimated to the league before you brought him in. But you did not want a guy playing ahead of him that was going to create a quarterback controversy like Jimmy Garoppolo and San Fran, okay? Mm-hmm. So what you did is you brought in a piece of meat. Job well done. Okay. Very expensive piece of meat. Yeah, but he wasn't going to be, he wasn't going to light the world on fire and make Pickett sit Ever. longer. Yeah, so. <laughs> but remember, Pickett's got small hands. You know, mm-hmm. so, I mean, he doesn't have a mom that dresses up, you know, and he doesn't bang his mom's best friend, allegedly, you know. I mean, are we done with that situation, too, now? I mean, has she calmed down? She's oh, Pete, all these people, all these women who, who want to get in on this, but that's just freaky. Yeah. I mean, that's your son, man. Anyways, you know, you got everything that's going on with, with New York football. And but look at the Eagles. What the hell, man? Four and zero. Yeah. Well, well, see, that's the reason Detroit ran into a buzzsaw. They weren't four and zero when they met. No. You know, so let's get real. Nobody knew who they got, and so if you're going to say, you know, the one in three Lions, trot out SOL. Trot it out, man, because really this means for you to to qualify. They play 17 games now. You know, yeah, let's see, you're four down and I'm carry the three plus the two, <laughs> you know. All right, so you got to go 13 and all to make 14. All right, so you have two more games you can lose before you can win your division. And this is, again, let's trot out this cliche. This is the most winnable division in all of football. Just like the Central is in baseball. And Detroit could win. You know, I'm surprised Chicago hasn't made more of a move. You know, I really thought that was something going on. But Minnesota lucks out. Yeah. That was a hell of a kick. It's like everybody in New Orleans are going, yeah, boing, boing. (laughs) You know, there. Are you people happy in London now? Did you see an NFL game now? You know, I didn't take a look at the attendance, did you? No. I, I don't wake up to 9 a.m. football. No. It, it's I rarely wake up 9 a.m. on Sunday. You know? However, it, it's just one of the weirdest damn things. We don't need any of that. And Pittsburgh, if you're going to, like, win anything, Pickett ain't the kid either because now you got two years of him. Yeah. Okay. But then again, what are the retread? Uh, quarterback, you're going to get. And here's the thing, and I, I've been through this before, but you know, people have the attitude: well, you draft this quarterback, and he's going to come in. He's going to be your franchise quarterback. He's going to lead you to glory. Doesn't always work out. No, it doesn't. It frequently I, I, doesn't work out. Uh, paging Mr. Chuck Long, Chuck Long to the service booth. Yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. name them all. You know, I mean, anybody. You're right. You're, it's such a crapshoot, and you you know, and you said it too. When you pick a first round, you want to know. Let's go back for ten years. Here's for the ten men that you drafted in the first round, the best of the best, the best. You know, 
How many are still with the team? How many made the team? How many are in the NFL? How many washed out? Yeah, I mean, oh, there's there's Mahomes. Yeah, Mahomes was drafted 10th. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but you look at the guys drafted way high. You got, uh, let's see, there was uh, Sam Darnold. Yeah, and he, and he maybe tried it out this year. Carson Wentz. Oh, I'll, I'll even give you Baker Jared, Mayfield. Jared Goff. Yeah. Jameis Winston. Marcus Mariota. God. These are guys taken at the tip top. And Mariota was was supposed to be the the, yeah. you know, and he now he's going to be a, a, a career second, maybe, backup. Yeah. I mean Baker Mayfield, they want him out, out, you know. So it's like, as much as you screwed that up, Cleveland, you know, it's you might have saw something going on. I thought yeah. he was a decent quarterback. Yeah. Evidently not so much. Yeah. So I mean, you, you just go through the the list. And, you know, you got a guy like Goff. Goff's playing well. Mm-hmm. Well, we should still draft a quarterback. Yeah, you look at these guys that are coming into the draft this year, and you go, not a whole hell of a lot there either. How did we do two years of no quarterbacks? I mean, no outstanding. I mean, they will call somebody outstanding, and they'll call somebody a franchise quarterback, but you would have known about it by now. Yeah. You know, this far into the college season that somebody was going to light it on fire, you know, and you better trade up all your picks because there's nothing right now. Even if you get a defensive kid, that guy, he better be, you know, Sue was cool when he was here. Yeah. You know, because, but he was all about himself and he was oh, yeah. all about ready to chew up anybody. Mm-hmm. All right. You need an Alex Karras. You need one of those guys that just, Plays football, hard football. I mean, all down to a Spielman. Yeah. But you need somebody with talent. Yeah. Which doesn't have talent, which calls. So we have a whole five minutes. We'll divide it up into two, two. And then what didn't we discuss today? So we have the two-minute drill for the Pistons and begin. Okay. A lot of hope for the Pistons. They're going to be better. We got Jaden Ivey. They got the, the, uh-huh. uh, the other kid. Now you bring this guy in. He's a Bogdanovich. He's a mm-hmm. free throw, a three-point shooter. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Okay. We'll wait. We'll see. Yep. It's a young team. Um, Looks better than last year, but oh, boy, that's not hard. That's true. You know? It's a lot of things that aren't hard. <laughs> Which brings us back to the Lions. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's it's the Pistons are the total dark horse, and I don't mean that in any other way. But it's you. It's almost with the Lions. You can hear the collective gasp. Nobody's fighting for the Lions anymore because you trot out the same old thing on Monday. And nobody cares anymore. The emotion is gone. All that goodwill that you guys had built up for hard knocks with all the little knuckleheads that go there, and, and nobody cares anymore. Whereas, yeah. uh, no one's juiced about a Lions game anymore. I think you said something about four years ago that you that you went outside and did like lawn work, and and yeah. and, and it was like, oh yeah, Lions game. Yeah. Where you, you Lions game used to be must see TV. You know, you see all these commercials where women are making like these fruit trays and, you know, pizzas coming in and all that stuff. It's a one o'clock game. You know, if we make it to the fourth quarter, I mean, we have to watch it just because of what we do. Yeah. You know, but we'll see in the fourth quarter. Nobody cares anymore. And it's same thing with the Pistons. The Pistons are like, oh, yeah, they moved to Detroit. You know, I mean, are the Palace still there? Yeah. No, and now you got the Red Wings, and because you got some six foot eight oaf running around, you know who is <coughs> supposed to be the second coming of Chura. Good luck. I mean, not yet. I guess the kid's got some skill. Yeah. And everyone's rooting for the Red Wings because it's like you know, new coach Uncle Fester is there, and you know he seems like a nice enough guy. You know, and and the Iser plan. Everybody's gonna buy into the Iser plan. Well, what is the Iser plan? But here's the thing with the uh, the Red Wings. You got rid of Blashill. You bring in uh, Uncle Fester. Anybody? And better. the scheme that he's bringing in is called the one one three. 
and it's going to take them some time to adapt to playing the new system. So everyone's all excited, but the product isn't going to be leaps and bounds better right away. So expect some bumps along the road. So why would you play a constant 113? I mean, why don't you try out the left wing lock? <laughs> Man, and that used to be like the thing. Yeah. Is that me? That's you. Oh, that's our that's our ending time. Like that sound now? All right. So now, you tell us what did we not discuss in one whole minute, Kenny? Oh boy, what did we not discuss? We didn't. Hmm, yeah. Good question. The reason yeah. we didn't discuss it is because there's nothing to talk about. Well, we yeah. hit everybody. The yeah. only thing we yeah. didn't hit was University Mich- of Michigan of Twinkie. Yeah. You know, but again, I mean, are you playing who? I mean, there's nothing really to talk about there. I mean, they're playing another basket case this week, and then after that, they play yeah. another one and another one and another one. Ugh, Absolutely. All right, talk about other things. Come see us on, on Podbean and iHeartRadio and Spotify and everything else that you can hear podcasts for. We'll be here. Talk about here. We're going to be there. And so we will see you next week. So for the Super CPA, Ken Pocket, myself, John Sarver, we will see you next week on the Detroit Sports Authorities. Bye. Bye.